We are many members representing one body. And I call things that be not as though it were. I no longer want to say what I see regarding the body of believers. Because a lot of times we become disappointed because we see things that we shouldn't see. By hearing things we shouldn't have heard from members in the body. But our response is everything. Our response to everything means everything far as you're receiving you're believing, you're using your faith by not walking by sight. Even when it's regarding a member in the body. We are members because we receive the invitation. It does not mean there's members that have not backslid. There are not members who do things that they shouldn't do, say things they shouldn't say, live a certain lifestyle, going backwards instead of looking forward, stop believing, beginning to doubt. When we love unconditionally, that's without conditions. We can't have the attitude, I love them, but I just don't like their ways. I just don't like their attitude. I just don't like their sarcasm. A person that operates in sarcasm is just a person who's afraid to say how they really feel. So they use a different terminology to express their emotions. Through humor, which is not really funny anyhow. When you can just be honest about how you feel and stop hiding behind words. Hallelujah. And that goes for every single one of us. God said to me, get on there and I want you to uplift the body and be mindful what you say regarding the body from this day forward. We have what we say and we know that in the body. We know more than those who outside the body know. Christ never left any of us. For God never left any of us. We members in the body just received the invitation. And what happens when you receive the invitation? We become Christ-like. We represent His body. Now we know His personality due to His characteristics. From the testimonies that we read about. Even the encounters we experience now. He didn't speak words of no faith. He didn't speak words of lack. He didn't speak what he saw. He spoke into what he wanted to see. That's faith. That's how we call things. By saying what we want to see. And not just sometimes. Not every other sentence. Not every other day. That's our language. That's our language. Faith. To every member in the body, I'm glad you are a member of the body. I'm glad you're receiving the hunger that God placed within your spirit to become more serious about your walk as a member in the body, knowing that people are connected to your connection due to your obedience. You are gaining those outside the body to become members in the body because the invitation is for us all. We will begin to look and see and say and see what we saw and said, and it comes to pass, when we get to say much more things, and see much more glorious things, we're not going to speak last year in the body of believers today. 
Not even going to speak yesterday over the members in the house, in the body. Hallelujah. Nothing is missing, lacking, or broken in the body. We have knowledge. We receive wisdom. We gain an understanding. We have a relationship. We're not living unto ourselves any longer. We're living unto God. We spend time with God. We gave up our worldly way of doing things. We took our hands out. We received God's plan. We received God's manifestation of His glory upon us that rests upon our lives, that is a part of our lives. His glory is His goodness. That follows you, he said, all the days of your life. So if we had that upon us as a member, I'm not going to speak nothing I see that I don't want to say. Any longer. I command every member to get up. To rise and continue to shine. To receive your breakthroughs. To receive the manifestations of what it's like to be a believer in the house of Christ, in the house, the kingdom. We are seated in heavenly places as believers. We are aware that when Christ died, we died. And we are also aware when he got up, we got up. We are aware of spirit and in truth. And those who come to God must come to God in spirit and in truth. We are aware that without faith it's impossible to please God. We are aware that we are the head and not the tail, above and never beneath. We are more than conquerors, we are aware. If everything that Christ bore the cross that we don't have to walk in ever again, we don't speak words of mere men. We don't live ways of mere men. We don't demonstrate, we don't demonstrate a life without faith. We don't backbite. We don't envy. We don't be jealous. We don't lack. We have no wants, for we know who our shepherd is. We celebrate. Because this is a new day. God is doing a new thing. We receive it much more than we ever received before. Each day gets greater, and we are aware of that. We are hungry. For more revelation as to who God is on the inside of us that we have not yet tapped into. We don't gossip about each other. We don't take no pleasure in negative conversations. We're not focused on no motives. We're not walking in lust. We don't even operate in unforgiveness. Because we are not divided. We are one. And we're going to take this love that God has placed within us. Use our fire that God placed within us. The fire of God. The spirit of God. That resides on the inside of us. The power. The passion. The empathy we have towards humanity. And we're going to use our gifts like never before. We're going to stand up and do things that the world has never seen nor heard. We would not be afraid to raise the dead and cast out devils. We would not be afraid to do the greater works. We are not afraid. We are fearless. 
We are bold. We are confident. We are determined. We're never going to look back for we're never going to turn around. We're going to keep our eyes on Christ and continue to be Christ-like. We're not focused on religion. We know that greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. We will be demonstrated. And when I say we will be demonstrated, the God in us, our testimonies of his goodness will be demonstrated. You once was this way, now you're this way. You were down, now you up. You were bound, now you're free. Let the world know who the sun sets free. It's free indeed. So much happened when Christ told that man in Bethesda, take off thy bed and walk. He felt the virtue of the lady who touched him on his garment. Who touched me? He didn't say it out of disrespect like he didn't want to be touched. In any case, he wouldn't have been amongst the crowd. He'd been touched by what he could identify, which is a virtue of faith. Faith has a, is a virtue. It has a look and it has a sound. Believing has a look and a sound in the presence of God. I'm telling you, everything has a sound. Even doubt has a sound. Fear has a sound. And it attracts a negative impact, a negative outcome. And that's the father of lies. You gain his attention when you operate under his leadership. Under his false authority. When you begin to arise and say, I'm not taking it no more. Enough is enough. That's how we became members in the body. A body of believers. Because we say we're not going to take not believing anymore. We're not going to put up with doubt anymore. We're not going to put up with confusion anymore. I was invited to enter into this um, this live prayer, uh, live prayer, virtual prayer session. And they had three different people talking to an audience. One was pretty much in um, Hebrew. Another one was a Jew, a Jew. And the other one was a Christian. And they wanted to explain the difference of their beliefs. And I said to a family member, how dare you to even do that? That stirs up so much confusion. It's like you're saying, this is how I serve, and this is how we serve, and this is how I serve. So how are we supposed to serve? The people are asking. They don't know which way to go. Which one of you are the for real? How dare you, Christian, to lower your beliefs into a belief that's not even real? How dare you to confuse a child of God? Not believing, disqualify, disrespect 
with misconduct. When you look at your neighbor, I want you to vision Christ's face. Just exactly who you look at, every person you look at in the counter. So be mindful what you say and what you do. Hallelujah. Seriously, hallelujah. God said, Quenisha, you are being watched. And it's not in a negative way. You are so inspiring. People are so moved of the God in you. People are meditating and studying your life. I just want you to be mindful of that. You understand? It's okay to have fun. It's okay to laugh and everything. But there's a time for everything. Be so in tune with God that you know the times. When it's time to be serious, that don't mean it's time to play. Hallelujah. And there's nothing playful about speaking things that we don't want to see regarding the members of the body of believers. How can iron sharpen iron if we keep declaring that we're falling? If you see something, then say what you want to see. And don't say what you're currently seeing, what you do not want to. That's not walking by faith. That's talking by sight. It's not easy, and I can agree, to see something that you don't agree with. And mention how you don't agree. But if you see, if God exposed it unto you, he didn't expose it unto you for you to be moved emotionally because spiritually you are unmovable. You have so many seeds in the ground. You produce the incorruptible, uncorruptible harvest. So many people are looking at you as well. So many people are studying your life. I have people mimic me all the time. And I said, God, um, God said, just let it be. Because they only mimicking who's on the inside of you. And you're demonstrating who's on the inside of you. So let them go ahead. If they want to be bold and go and do things they've never done for my name's sake, as you wish, as you are. That's what I'm asking of you guys. To be as Jesus is. And that's who you are. And that's what they're mimicking. Christ in you. And there are also some people who mimic your natural behavior. Love things about you personally and want to be like. And I pray that you fall in love with God has what God has created in you about you. Don't want to become someone else. That's what I'm saying. 
The more you be like Christ, the more Christ exposes who you really are. And I love how my spiritual dad said you become very attractive. I mentioned that several times. And some people don't understand the attraction. They think that they're physically attracted to you, not knowing it's a spiritual attraction. They're attracted to the love of God in you, the peace of God in you. They're attracted, they're attracted to the truth. Because it was never created to be attracted to a lie. That's why the enemy has to dress up the lies just to gain their attention. But once you fell, you're falling down, so bound, he begins to expose who he really is. And you see it for what it really is. And that's his plan all along, to deceive us. And it happens, it happened to me. I know it has happened to you. Let it happen. Walk like Christ and let it happen. God just keep telling me to tell you, let it happen. Just let it happen. You may not be aware, but you're fighting it. I don't know what you're fighting up against, but I know that if you're yielded, it shouldn't be no battle. God shouldn't have to Go back and forth with your spirit when your spirit man should be under total submission to his voice. Your spirit man does everything. It knows how to serve. God don't have to remind your spirit how to do anything. Your spirit already aware. So if you're battling, that means that your flesh or your, you know, your emotions are in the way. Due to whatever it is, For God to say, just let it happen. Let it happen. Let it happen. Hallelujah. Let it happen. It's supposed to happen. Don't be ashamed on how you feel. Don't be afraid of heavenly encounters. You may even see some family members in a dream or a vision. Because they can see the call on your life. Don't think your family members in the kingdom haven't seen your name mentioned in the book. Trust me. They know your entire testimony which you don't even know yet. And that's the only way I get dreams and visions and dreams. Of encounters with my family members and some of yours. I'm open to that. I open myself up to receive heavenly encounters. And that's why I have them. I'm no better than anybody. You understand? So when it comes to us as members in the body. We be there for one another. Love one another. No more speaking things that you see currently. There is no more division in the body. The love will begin to circumcise every heart in the body to humble themselves and exalt others before themselves. 
No more self-glorification in the body. Beginning to give God all the glory, honor, and praise. No more confusion. No more lusting. If God didn't say it to you, then you don't say it. And we don't say everything that comes to mind. I thank God. I'm not even going to speak. I'm going to speak it up. I'm going to say I wasn't. I thank God that he don't have me open up as I did before. I'm glad that I did. Even though I didn't understand as to why I did. But I see the growth from then to now. He don't have me opening up anymore like that. And I thank God I was obedient to do that because it's not easy to for you guys to for God to expose my growth unto you. That's how much he know I lower myself to value you, to pour my heart out about such secretive things that only God should hear, not you. How many of us would actually be obedient to do that? God said, I want you to record, pour your heart out about whatever. And he began to fold up things for you to say things. Jesus. He said, go to this place and we become hesitant, but not anymore. Because the hunger is on a rise. The passion is on a rise. The fire is on a rise. Like never before. Your spirit man is standing up outside of your body. And I mean like overruling. Not leaving your body. It's overruling your flesh. Dying to flesh daily. There's no way people people have us thinking sometimes had us, you know, with the thought when you give Christ your life, it's over. When I mean it's over, you don't have to, you know, work on doing anything. That's indeed a lie. You have to continue. Continue to persevere. Continue to walk by faith. Continue to stir yourself up. Continue to stand. Continue to shine. Continue to rise. Continue to praise. Continue to give thanks. Continue to declare. Continue to decree. Continue to intercede. Hallelujah. I thank God for him exposing what we should say. He showed me some pearls. And he took them off a string and they just all just, you know, bouncing. Bouncing around the body of Christ. We are that precious and that valuable to God. Because you know what? We came to him. And those who come to him must know he is who he say he is before you even come to him. Well, how would you come to someone you don't believe in? If I don't believe that you're God, then why would I come to you and ask for your help? He's honored that you believe. And he's taking your believing to a higher level by exposing to you who you really are on the inside of you, which already is. Hallelujah. But the more be exposed, the more you lay your life down. Never to pick it up again. Hallelujah. Don't be so easy to be frustrated. 
Don't be so easy to be agitated. Even if someone keep plucking, 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 find ways not to be plucked, to be unplucked because you're unmoved. Someone could come to you and say something or do something disrespectfully in front of a crowd. You could be easy to be embarrassed. Don't be so easy to be embarrassed. See, God set me down and taught me everything I know right now. By putting me in situations to increase me in these areas. I was so easy to be embarrassed at one point. The smallest things would embarrass me. Not moved. It's life. It happens. Learn from it. Don't take things that's not to be taken so seriously when they're meant to be taken for granted. Get over it. And when I say for granted, it's not that serious. Don't let no, nothing bother you. Let no one bother you. Offend you. Some of us walking around with a hit list. You understand? I pray us as members in the body continue to be members in the body. And those who walked out, come back now. Calling you forth now. Be where God planted you to be. Wherever pastors he given you after his heart, that's where you be planted. That's the only way you're going to flourish to be where you're planted. There is no perfect members in the house. We are there to do better. And some just there for just to have nothing else to do. Some people like stirring up chaos, stirring up commotion. But you don't be focused on that. You just continue to stand. No matter what they say about you. It doesn't matter. Because they're going to also confess that you are blessed. Because the blessing is indeed over your life, on your life. I thank God I don't know anything that's negative going on in the house. And you know what that tells me? I don't gossip. Because no one's going to come to someone gossiping to someone who they know who don't gossip. They only entertain those who be entertained by No one would ever come to me and say, girl, guess what? They know not to do that. Because I wouldn't entertain it. They know not to do that. And I pray that all of that stops. All the church hopping stops. That we be in this for God. Not in it for money. Not considering money to be increased. I never asked God to send send me money for a mission. That was never me and God's conversation. I'm not against those who seek money for mission trips. I think it's awesome. But I really believe in him as my provider. If you're going to send me somewhere, you're going to pay for it too. That's the responsibility I give the father as my father. The full responsibility of taking care of me. Because he can and he will and he is. Some of us work so hard to receive something that we have free. Just by asking. Not even having to ask. Just by God releasing. Because it's going according to his plan for your life. 
These mission trips, I'm not asking God, how are you going to get me there? It's done. I'm not even going to ask you who going with me. I never did. I never will. When you say go, I just go. So far, so long, it's been just me. And it's been naturally. God said, oh, naturally. <laughs> Spiritually, we were all here. Say, we were there with you. We ain't leave you. Hallelujah. I love you, Father. You love to be acknowledged. And I don't blame you for that. Because you are responsible for it all. Why not want to be acknowledged for who you are and what you do? You know why? Because some of us soon to forget and you want us to be reminded. There's no way we can ever forget what you've done for us, what you do for us and will do for us. I do. God said, just say, I do. I do. I will do. Now I will do. I do. I do, God. I do. Hallelujah. I love our Father. Whatever He tells me to say, I don't even ask. I just say it. You know? Oh, I say I do, and you say will do. Okay, got you. <laughs> okay. I love our conversations. I love your conversations. But let's not be so harsh. Not, let's not be harsh at all on others. Even when it comes to them doing things you know they're not supposed to do. That's God exposing that to you. Not to talk about it. But speak against that. Speak over their life as a member. They're connected to you. You need what's in them. And they need what's in you. When you see someone lacking, they need you more than anything. Not for you to just wish them the best. Or you don't feel like you want to pry. You understand. Love them that much. Honor them that much. Value them that much. Because it's that much. Hallelujah. Father, we are so glad to be members in the body. We have never been this strong before. So bold, so serious to bring forth the souls for you to gain. Gain. And to possess the land that's already became ours. Taking possessions out of the hand of the wicked to place it in the hands of the righteous. And for those who are currently acting wicked and not Christ-like, will soon and now begin to join the game. Get on board. Those who are playing around will begin right now to take it serious. You don't have to be an uptight person. God is not an uptight God. He given us humor. He given us laughter. But be mindful of it. Not to be conformed into this world. But transformed. We're not going to do the world's way of anything. And we as members in the body are not going to allow the world to tell us how to do anything. We're not going to have money thinking that it's ruling over us and it doesn't. That it has to say so in our well-being and it doesn't. We command money. Money don't command us. 
Hallelujah. I know about the system, the entertainment industry. That's what I mean. How it's set up, God exposed it to me. That you can start out one way and then they give you all about ratings. That's how you gain your popularity and your fame. And the level of your fame is the level of your wealth. Because you're the people, you know, what do you call the people who really like your fans? Brings you, you know, your wealth to, in the natural, in the industry. And they took their eyes off of God. And they begin to tell them to do things that way. There's nothing wrong with doing things in reality because it is normal for two men to kiss in the movie. It is normal for a mother to shoot up drugs or a father to beat his wife. Kids to be sexually abused. Teenagers strung out on drugs. Skipping school. Dropping out. Not getting a college degree. That's normal. It's life. But the thing about it is, God said we would have that more abundantly. We don't have to live that way anymore. We have an answer to those problems. And we're going to show them the solution to those problems. You're not going to write me a check for me to sell myself out. No matter what movie, what video, what play, know anything. There are successful marriages. I will have one. There are great parents who love and pray with their kids and they go in the way they should go. I am one. You can walk with God, have a relationship with God and not be entangled through your emotions. We live in that way. Just because we're walking with God doesn't mean it's necessary for us or it's guaranteed for us to backslide. That's a lie. Say, keep your foot from being moved if you want to be kept. We don't complain. We're going to show the world we don't complain. We stand. We stand fast. We love. We're together. We're not easily angered or shortly tempered. These are mergers that God has brought together. And the mergers that God did not bring together, He's separating for a time as this. Because He is not going to have any interruptions of His glory in your life. And I'm a witness to that. Thank you, Father. Seriously. You don't have to go on these dating sites not saying not to. But you can hear the voice of God saying to you who he has for you when it's time for you to hear. I'm a witness to that. Thank you for that, God. I'll be thinking you all day, huh? <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> there is a such thing as a born-again virgin. I'm a witness. Oh, God. I'm a witness to that, Jesus. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Right, that's enough, Father. <laughs> You're going too far. <laughs> but seriously, the world need to know that. I had a female who cried 
God, I, I gained a soul for the kingdom due to, you know, celibacy. She didn't know that we can do it. She thought we was at home watching movies and using toys and stuff. Just not a physical part. I said, no, nothing. What's the answer? She's looking for this million dollar answer. Prayer. You don't even think that way. If God ain't put in your heart, you wouldn't even have that on your mind. If God never said that to me, you wouldn't have heard none of this regarding the man of God because I wouldn't have known anything to think about. It wouldn't have been nothing to think about. I'm only responding to what he's releasing. You understand? We don't have to worry about nothing. Nothing. Things that were set up against you is now working itself out for you. It may look like that business or something that wasn't as successful as it was in the beginning. Trust me, it's all about your response that caused it to be more successful than it ever been before. And ever God's everything to everyone. You're not going through a hardship. It's just God is, you know, showing you where your faith is and bringing it up higher. Due to that situation, he gained your attention. He's not testing your faith. Because if you fall, guess what? That's blood on his hands. And he said, don't put blood on us. So why would he do it? He's not a contradictor. You understand? Because he's a man that he shall not lie. He's just showing us where we are because we're so hungry to receive more. He's showing you the, the situations to receive more. A lot of us don't understand th- this, what's going on. That he's giving you the opportunity to receive your prosperity for what you're asking, but you're not paying attention because you're expecting him to come in this way and he's coming in that way. Hallelujah. Let the world know. We are letting the world know that the children of God is forever. We remain. We're not afraid. We don't go out and just hand out stuff to people. Going around just asking, do you know Christ? Do you know Christ? We be led to do everything. And I thank God I don't have that in my heart to do that. Because God would never put that in your heart to just go around just asking like that. That's not love. It's not love. I'll never forget God wanted me to share this testimony. Uh, During a time, um, I lost my apartment and everything in it was gone. And it was this church. I had my car at the time, you know. My car got me into my hotels and stuff, you know, living out of hotels and stuff. And expensive hotels at that. My God, they're not cheap anymore. But anyway, thank you, Father, for, for providing. And um, these churches, in order to get you in a place, you have to go to these churches and shelter program. And I'm going to tell you how they treat how they treated us in these shelters and these churches were unbelievable. And many of them separated themselves from us, put gloves on before they touched our hands, um, didn't want to be around us. They had the women with the men, men sitting there looking up at us. Jesus, 
Don't know anyone's background story. You could be sitting next to a person who operate in perversion. Just staring at us. I used to sit up all night. Because it's no way I could sit there and go to bed while I'm next to a group of men who's just watching me. And there's no way I can even put on my night clothes and have them even watch. I went to sleep in my clothes, even in my shoes. And I kept my shoes on so long that my feet were starting to be bothered. And uh, because you have to have, you know, circulation and air. My feet wasn't getting the air, no circulation due to wearing shoes all the time, being closed in so much. But this, the point is, they will want to take pictures of them feeding us and try to put it on social media to say they did something to help someone. And I always hid it from the camera. And they'll look at us and say, they judge you by your situation. Not even knowing God had me there. And I just found out right now as I'm talking. He had me there to release himself in the atmosphere. He would turn everything around for your good. Even while it's happening, it's still for your good. Your good doesn't work after the fact. Your good is happening as what you're experiencing is also happening. It may seem like a tragedy, but it's working out for your good every step of the way. That was such a challenge to be way out uh, Bowie or way out New Carrollton, Greenbelt, and have to get all the way to South uh, Southern Avenue by 7 o'clock at work. So I had to get up at 4.30, 4.15 and do that all over again every day. Going to work with a positive attitude. Positive attitude. And I'm going to tell you what happened. This is how how angry some people can be. And so mean some people can be. I used to park my car somewhere in a resident place because I didn't pay for parking. So I, I parked my car in a residential spot. But it was in a visitor's parking spot in that residential place. And I do that every day when I go to work. Instead of paying for metro station parking. And I had someone who knew me called the towing company as if they was the management in the complex and said, it's a car here with a woman who drives here just not to pay for parking. Remove her car from this out residence. And I got a phone call and the person told on themselves by saying, Oh, your car is gone. I just rolled past the street. How can you ride past and see my car gone? You knew it was going to be gone because you called for it to be towed. And they said, well, I will give you money. I will let you borrow money to get your car out and you have to give it back. And I went to the residence, the management office. I said, did you guys have my car towed? They said, we wouldn't do such a thing. You're in a parking, visitor's parking pass. You're fine. You can park there as much as you want. I said, well, they just said someone towed my car. 
And once it's in the hands of the towing company, nothing you can do about it. And every day, the fee went up higher and higher. And I wasn't going to give that person the satisfaction to say, let me borrow the money to get my car out. That's what they wanted. They wanted me to borrow money because they wanted me to need them just so I could pay them money back. And none of that didn't even have to happen if they never even called in the first place. So God said to me, don't take a dime from them. I said, no, I don't need it. So you're going to leave your car where it's at? I'll leave it. I'm not giving you no money. I'm not taking no money from you. God said, don't take a dime. Because they're responsible for it. But I don't want you to mention to them what they've done. So I'm walking around with my heart heavy, walking to work. And walking back from work on the train station. And all of my personal belongings in my car. They wouldn't allow you to go inside your car or even get the keys. I had the keys, but they wouldn't let you go in a gate without paying the fee. And it's like $50 to $75 added a day, if not more than that. And I was like, that's just so mean. And God said, you just don't be bothered. To go to a job from 7 to 4 and not even showing that I have anything going on. No one knew anything and I just still walked around and prayed. Going out to these churches to eat food that they just, some of them just don't even want. They just come up with any kind of meal just to serve us. And they teach their kids, having little kids serve adults and elders, and teach the kids, you are doing a good deed. You're helping a homeless person. A homeless person is a person who don't have anything. So the kids feel like, oh, let me help you. Sorry for you being like this. And God told me not to say a word. They go around and say, we're going to pray for, uh, pray for you guys. That you get homes and pray that, you know, you get better and pray that you receive Christ as Lord. Pray that you know God. And here I am, no more than what you know. Faith is higher than yours for you saying things like that. I'm not in this situation because I've done something. God is taking me somewhere. It's all about my response to where I'm going. I had everything. And the enemy, that's why I love Lot's testimony. God, give us the answers due to the testimonies we read about. I had everything. Money, cars, expense of everything, the best of everything. And I went from having everything to having nothing. And the enemy tempted me by asking God. It's easy to give her praise and worship. He went to God concerning my praise and worship. Yeah, of course she'd do that and be bold for you and go preach and teach and travel. Look what you have given her. But if you take it away, Jesus. My God. 
And my response every time is, God, thou art my God. Many would have said, God, where are you? I didn't have time to, to um, be entertained by entangling with negative thoughts. I know God is with me. God worked for me. I'm not going to release his word and I'm not live what I'm re- releasing. There's this one church that I would go back and visit and sow a great seed in that place that took us in with all these other families. When we got there, they had gifts for us. They gave us space. They gave us comfort. They didn't have us all around the men. They had the women and families with their own family in their own room. They gave you your own space. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I couldn't receive. I'm not the woman to, you know, unclothe myself around other women. I'm just a private person like that. That's just me. I don't do that. Some women are just free to walk around this. We're all the same. No, we're, I mean, we're not. But, you know, I just don't do that. Not even in front of my own mother and sister. I've always been like that. I will excuse myself and get dressed. I'm not getting dressed in the same room. That's just me. That's just me. I like my own privacy. And I will always be that way. And it's, it's just something with me. I just was like, you know what? I had to wait till everyone go to sleep to get me a, a take a shower. There's a time limit for it. So I just had to, you know, bird bath it up, whatever. But I was not going to stand in front of all these women with all these personalities and all these things going on. And everybody don't have good hygiene. Pressing every day like that. Jesus. And here God is blessing me with a place. And I just thank God that two incomes became one, but my income became God's income. The pandemic in the natural was set up to destroy us. But if you have your eyes on God, it's set up to bless you. I was able to make more at home than I was in the workplace. And God told me not to go back. You don't ever have to work in the place again. Now you're in full-time ministry. I'm providing for you like never before. You will never need and want of anything. And that goes for you and your seed. My son. We have never been so close. And I love my son because he's just such a champ. Go along with the go. He don't cry and complain. I didn't raise him that way. He knows always better than this. Hallelujah. I love the fact that he already have it in his heart not to think worldly thoughts. That's not even in, that, that ain't even gonna come close to him. He only only had to think like that with my child. You know, at, you know, in teenage years, you know, some guys and you know, some boys be into girls and all that. I don't have to think that way. First thing he says, I'm not married. I'm still a kid. I love that. Raise them in the way they should go, y'all. In the way they should go. 
I thank God for that. God said nothing was never lost that belongs to you. You have never lost anything. Things that's not meant to be a part of your life is gone. And everything that belongs to you, it is. And I'm here to set a reminder. That's why I called you off that job. Shut everything down. Have you guys stay inside to praise and worship. To spend time with me. That's how I gained your attention. And God gained some of our attention due to tragedy. And some of us still not paying attention. Oh, the world is getting worse. Oh, we all doomed. Just still don't, still don't get it. Still do not get it, but you'll begin to get it now. I'm going to speak that in your life. And that church, I will definitely go back and visit. It's in Bowie. I don't mention all of the testimony like that. This is the most I talked about this area right now today. I thank God for me being a very strong woman. I don't go around crying for no pity party, any of that. I know God going to get me out. A lot of times I haven't went to church because I really didn't have anything to wear. I, um, and when I say have anything to wear, you come as you are. But I didn't even really have anything to come as I was. Really didn't. Because they took my car and they, whatever they did with it, and all my belongings were in my car. So it was like, you know, all I had was the stuff on my back. And I wasn't going to wear that every day. You understand? I, um, I just thank God for me just continuing to acknowledge him in things and never giving up on him. Because when Christ told me the truth about my life, I was telling him, well, there's no point of you continuing on anymore with me, but I never said me with him. I said, you might as well go ahead and find someone else that's more worthy of your time than me because if I done married the wrong man, it don't get no worse than this, God. Like, that's bad. Like, my bad. Like, all of that hit me at one time when he said it like that. I was like, I don't know what else, how to think. Like, you might as well just go ahead to somebody else. Just It been real all this time. Thank you for even walking me this far. And he said, your life has just begun, my God. And it's been so glorious ever since then, my God. The same people that were talking about my life is now testifying of the goodness of God in my life. For those who thought that God's hand was off my life due to so much things happening, just there were so many people like Lot's wife cursed God and died. And I thank God I never had that in my heart to do so. If you're going to do a good deed for someone, do it because you want to, not because you think it's the right thing to do. Your heart not even in it. It's so obedient to love your neighbor as yourself. So it's more obedient to be willing to do things than to feel like you have to. That's a sacrifice.
And my life gets so much greater than that. And so do yours. God had me give that testimony. I really, you know, my own mom don't know all of the, everything, but she was just like, the things I was saying to her yesterday, and she was just like, I had no idea. She felt some kind of way. I was like, no, it's not your fault. God is doing something. And he's not done yet. If I got myself into this, I'm going to let God get me out of this by acknowledging him in it. You can't do anything that God can do for me. So I had to go to him or him alone. So during that time, we had to stay inside during the quarantine. I spent most time fasting and praying. God drew me to fast and pray. I began to get so small. So small. God would tell me to go out and take walks, three-mile walks, and not even have an appetite to eat. And when I do eat, I get full of an apple slice with honey on it. Give me so much wordings and so much corrections. He was introducing me to who I really am. As to who you see right now. I'm much more than I ever was before. Even the cue you know that was in church before. I'm so much more wiser now. So everything that I didn't receive then. That I'm receiving now. Is so much glory because it worked out for my good. The devil tried to keep my promises away from me. Tried to destroy my life. And my life is so much better now to receive you than it was in the past. You have the best of me now than you ever had before. I'm better now. I'm wiser. I'm much more than before. It may look like it was gone, but it was never lost. You were never lost. Always been found. And I love you for it. You are a part of me. Every promise. Every heart's desire. And I'm a part of you. To my purpose. To my destiny. To my assignment. To my anointing. It's such a privilege to operate in you. And you operate in me. To every connection, I'm so honored to be connected to you and you connected to me. As a member in the body, I'm so excited to be a member next to you. I would never speak words that I don't want to see over your life. Speaking over it. Over and over and over again. Because even some of you are speaking words you don't want to see, but I'm speaking over those words because these words have power. They have life. And that more abundantly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I thank you, Father, for patience. I thank you, Father, for not rushing. Even when I wanted to rush you. I'd never been so eager to say, you know what? Your will be done. You brought me this far. Go ahead. I do. I do. God say, say, I do. I say, I do. He say, I will. Jesus. Well, I do. I will. That's going to go on all day. I love you guys so much. And remember, greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. I love you.